This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Friday, February the 25th and our top story today is that a police officer accused of sexually assaulting a woman during a trip to Alton Towers has been sacked. PC Thomas Hall was based at Medway Police Station and had only been in the job for 18 months. A misconduct hearing has been taking place at police headquarters in Norfleet and our reporter Sean Delaney was there for the Kent Online podcast. So firstly, Sean, can you tell us what's alleged to have happened? Yes, so the hearing was told that a group went to the theme park in July 2020. When they arrived, they spent time drinking in a pub, then bought more alcohol from a supermarket for a party at the family suite they'd booked. Several of the group played drinking games until just after midnight and then an argument broke out. That's said to have left the woman whose name wasn't revealed to get upset. PC Hall was then said to have attempted to comfort her and offered to take her back to their room. And what did PC Hall say about that? Well, he admitted cuddling and spooning with the woman to try and make her feel better, but the woman claims to have woken up to find him groping her, something he denies. He said, I took my jeans off and got into bed. She went into the bathroom and then joined me. We just spoke about her home life. There was no sexual conversation at all. However, he did go on to say that looking back it was the wrong thing to do. And what did the police panel decide? Well, they concluded that the woman's account of the night probably did take place and were greatly concerned by PC Hall's actions. They said his actions had amounted to gross misconduct and so he was dismissed without notice. Detective Superintendent John Phillips from Kent Police's Professional Standards Department said Hall's behaviour was completely inappropriate and demonstrated a serious lack of respect and decency. He went on to say, We expect the highest standards of conduct and professionalism from our officers and staff at all times. The vast majority of our employees serve in line with these expectations and do an outstanding job serving the communities they represent. Those who fall short, however, will always be held accountable. Sean, thanks ever so much. Kent Online News. Police have released a new picture of a Kent teenager who's been missing now for more than a week. Ryan Hughes disappeared from Eccles last Thursday night and was spotted on CCTV in nearby Aylesford High Street. You can see the picture of the 17-year-old by heading to Kent Online. It's emerged a man who died in unexplained circumstances near Folkestone was found with a fatal stab wound in a garden. 29-year-old gym instructor Adrian Ross was found on Hillside Street in Hythe on Valentine's Day. An inquest has been adjourned while police continue to investigate. The latest on the situation in Ukraine now and Russian forces are believed to now be in the capital city of Kiev. Gunfire, loud explosions and air raid sirens have been heard across the city. Thousands of people are taking shelter in underground train stations. Yesterday, the Prime Minister here announced more sanctions against Russia. Boris Johnson said 100 businesses and individuals linked to the Kremlin will be hit with financial restrictions, while all major Russian banks will have their assets frozen. Well, we've been getting reaction to the invasion and those sanctions from Richard Sakwa, who's a professor of Russian and European politics at the University of Kent. The enormity and the awfulness of what's happened uh, simply cannot be uh, uh, minimised. I mean, it, it, must, it cannot be exaggerated. I mean, it really is uh, a game changer in all sorts of ways. But unfortunately, it's a game changer which doesn't change the game. And that's a sort of the tragedy of the whole situation is that we're locked in this impasse. What do you see in terms of our involvement in this situation now? Well, I mean, clearly uh, there's going to be um, terrible sanctions which are going to... Uh, Um, really damage the Russian economy 
and indeed uh, harm the Russian people, which of course is awful. Uh, I mean, uh, it's. Uh, but what I've kept being trying to say, I mean, why I feel so frustrated at this time is that you know not just over the last few months, but for years, we've been warning about this. We've been warning about the fact that this is so, as I say, so predictable. Yet when it happened, it was unexpected because the European security order has not been working for a long time. We've been saying that it's absolutely clear that it wasn't working, that NATO enlargement was seen as an existential threat to Russia. Again, not to justify its actions, but it was seen as an existential threat. And so the West, but the West not only refused to negotiate, uh, you know, let's okay find a new system of framework in which your security could be considered indivisible. But uh, not only that, but their concerns, the concerns were considered illegitimate, which is bizarre behavior. So there was no diplomacy in a genuine substantive sense. And as for all the Western allies um, sticking together, that is the problem. We need different voices. Macron, for example, in France, said, look, Russia has legitimate security concerns, but he was smacked down. He was smacked down. And so, in other words, this block solidarity of which everybody talks about basically means doing the will of Washington and not standing up for Europe and saying, look, no, we consider that we had to establish a framework in which Ukraine can live as a, as a sovereign democratic state, which is what we want to see, and Ukraine and Russia can do so. And yet uh, there simply was the door was never opened. It was not opened, and we are where today. Again, not to justify this appalling, you know, uh, breakdown which we're now in. But when uh, historians come to look at this uh, again in years to come, they will say, and I'm sure of this, that uh, there was a lot of blame on the Western side as well. And it's no good just simply repeating uh, um, stale dogmas. We needed to be have been more open about our own failures and the fact that we needed to think really on a pan-continental scale. Earlier in the week, former sports minister and Chatham and Aylesford MP Tracy Crouch called for Russia to be stripped of this year's Champions League final. Well, that has now happened. UEFA has announced the game will be played in Paris rather than St. Petersburg. The Kent Online Podcast. With Ball in Maidstone. Now, this is potentially huge news for jobs in Kent today. One of the most well known bike manufacturers has announced plans to move its global headquarters to Ashford. Brompton Bikes wants to build a multi million pound factory on wetlands near the designer outlet. If the proposals go ahead, the site would open by 2027 and eventually employ 4,000 people. The town has been chosen because of its access to London and Paris. I'm Will Butler Adams and I'm the CEO of Brompton. If we're going to be here in 20, 30, 40 years time, we need a home. A home that, that we can design for Brompton, where we're not going to find that we have to move out in 10 years time, where we know we've got room for growth, where we can create something that is inspiring for our staff, that reflects our brand, that is sustainable and, and cool. And we found Ashford. And Ashford is just a real hidden gem. It's so near London that we can still have a dynamic, diverse, amazing workforce that has made Brompton what it is. It's right on the doorstep of Europe and it has enough space to know that we've got a home. We are working with a council where 40 acres will be allocated for Brompton and growth for the next 10, 20, 30 years and the other 60 acres we're turning into a park for Ashford with support of the council. And the cool thing is that's 100 acres in total. And we're gonna build an awesome cycle track around the park. 
going to have passed through the park, we're going to rewild it and really enrich this area so that then it becomes something that the community is proud of. And yes, we are building something, but what we're building is something that is sustainable, that is positive for the environment. That's what bicycles are. So not only is the the product and the building sustainable, but we're doing it in an environment that we want to enrich. Amy and Simon Orion, I'm the investment director for Locating Kent. So the role of Locating Kent is, is we're the first port of call for businesses that are looking for new sites. So we first met uh, Will, uh, Chief Executive at Brompton back in April 2019 now. And they were just forming some ideas of how they were going to develop their new factory, how their business was going to grow. So they had a kind of outline of what they wanted. So over the three years, we've helped them narrow down on what sort of place they need to be located next to, what the factory needs to look like. And we we brought together the teams. So like, you know, we're we're in a region with a great architect like Guy Holloway. You've got a great area like Ashford where that, that's, that's crying out for um, um, development like this. So so we we've, we've just kind of held the team together and taken everybody on the journey. And were there any other sites that were considered, or was this one sort of a no-brainer? Well, this is the great thing about it. So um, <laughs> when they came to see us, originally they were looking at Swindon, uh, South Wales, Manchester, places like oh, that. Okay. Um, for a long time it was between us and Birmingham. Uh, Nottingham was, was talked about as well. So yeah, it, this has been a real competitive. So I make it sound nice, it's like this nice easy journey. where we did, This has been a competitive thing all the way through. So, so we've, we've really shone through against some, some really credible alternative locations. You can see artist impressions of what it could look like and read about the history of the company at Kent Online. A man who tried to smuggle two million cigarettes into the UK through Dover has been jailed. On the website today, you can see video of the moment Thomas Coulton was caught by Border Force officers at the port in February 2019. Sick. Job's Job is. We normally just stick right down that inside door. Not even look now, right? This is where we get stopped if we get stopped. After 500 yards, keep right. Keep your eyes closed. These are going to be all over us. Mm-hmm. You, you just remember what we've said. The 42-year-old from Morecambe has been locked up for two and a half years. A teenage drug dealer from Hythe who used a child to deliver crack cocaine and heroin has been locked up. Harry Poor ran the operation from a bed and breakfast on Dimchurch Road after being released on licence following similar crimes. The 19-year-old has now been sentenced to three years in a young offenders institution. Food vans have been set up for people who are still without power in Kent a week after Storm Eunice. As many as 260 households across the county are thought to be suffering outages after the strong winds brought down power cables. UK Power Networks say they're working hard to restore supplies. Security has been stepped up at a new housing development in Medway following reports of antisocial behaviour. The co-op at Rochester Riverside has even employed a guard to keep staff safe and try to deter young people from gathering outside. It's thought others have been intimidated by groups skateboarding and drinking at the nearby railway station's multi-storey car park, where Joshua Evans is a resident and says it's relentless. We started hearing, you know, motorbikes coming across into the car park, 
uh, making really loud noises, so revving their engines. Um, with also with that, uh, we'd have the fire alarm constantly going off as well. And you know, we are actually thinking about potentially selling up um, the, the whole property itself because of that worry. Even with the selling of the property, we're still worried then that people might come and see all of this going on. We're also worried that people might not think of the area being you know a nice area. It concerns me a lot with not just in the car park but the local area as well because you kind of have to watch your back a little bit some of the time and they're now targeting the local area so they've targeted the shop downstairs and it, it worries us and we shouldn't be in that state. Alex Patterson is the area's local councillor. I experienced myself uh, some uh, antisocial behaviour in the car parks, so people behaving in an intimidating way uh, and more concerningly uh, quite a few women who had stopped using the car park altogether because they just didn't feel safe. Well you can watch KMTV's report on this story by heading to the website today and clicking on their section. Medway Council say they are aware of reports as are the police. They've added that there's 24-hour CCTV coverage and random patrols while the safety of residents is of the utmost importance. Kent Online reports. Just Eat delivery drivers in Folkestone have gone on strike today. A group met yesterday and decided to take action over cuts to pay. The company insists they offer a competitive rate to self-employed drivers. It's emerged almost 500 pupils have applied for a place at a new secondary school in Canterbury, but only 150 are available. Barton Manor will open in Spring Lane in September, with building work due to be completed next month. Year 6 pupils will find out on Tuesday which secondary school they'll be going to, with emails being sent to parents. We will have a guide online explaining what you can do if you don't get the choice of school that you wanted. Campaigners are holding a candlelit vigil this evening to launch a consultation into services at Deal Hospital. They're concerned that moving blood tests to GP surgeries will make it even more difficult to get an appointment. Local MP Natalie Elphick is urging residents to make their views known. It's hoped the new Lower Thames crossing between Kent and Essex will be the greenest road ever built in the UK. Construction of the tunnel, which will link the A2 near Gravesend with Tilbury, has been designated a Pathfinder project. Now, some ideas include removing diesel from sites and looking at using alternatives to carbon-intensive materials like concrete and steel. A project is taking place to help save a historic chapel in Boxley near Maidstone. Historic England has awarded more than £36,000 of funding to St Andrew's Chapel. The site dates back to the 15th century, but has sat empty since 1970. And we're starting to get details of events that will be taking place in Kent this summer to celebrate the Jubilee. Five will be performing at a festival in Maidstone. Band will be headlining the event at Moat Park in June with tickets free for NHS staff and key workers. Meantime, a river pageant is going to be held in Medway. Boats will parade up the water to some pier in Chatham on the bank holiday weekend in June. Beaklands will also be lit across the towns. A big screen will broadcast events in London at Rochester Castle and there'll be a special version of the Dickens Festival. Her Majesty is marking 70 years on the throne. Kent Online Sport. Football first and Gillingham are in desperate need of a win as they travel to take on Lincoln City this weekend. It finished one all when the sides met on the opening day of the season back in August. But the Jills will be after all three points as they sit in the League One relegation places. His manager, Neil Harris. I've loved being here. Seven points in four games at Priestfield. I think we'd have all been quietly pleased with that before we started. Um, yes, I want to win every game here, but realistically it's not going to happen. And everyone sees it's not going to happen in the season. <laughs> well, I hope we do, but um, it's unrealistic. Um, away from home, 
a brilliant performance at Ipswich, deserve at least a point. And at Morecambe, where we didn't deserve more than a point, um, but we had to really grind it and battle it. And, and um, being away from home, doesn't, I don't fear that. I'd rather be here in front of our fans who have been monumental since I've come in. Um, but being away might suit us a little bit as well. Style of play and um, you know more onus on the, the opposition to, to break us down and, and, and try and score goals. Um, and someone like Lincoln, for example, are a team that, that should be doing a lot better than what they are and need to win games of football as well. So um, no pressure on me and my players again other than what we want to improve all the time. Um, but Lincoln, I think it's, you know, they, they, they need to be winning games as well. Kick-off tomorrow's at three. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. We'll also have reaction to the result in bulletins on our sister radio station KMFM on Sunday morning. Cricket and Australian bowler Jackson Bird has signed for Kent for the start of the new season. The 35-year-old will be available for the first six county championship matches. He's previously played for Hampshire and Nottinghamshire and says he's thrilled to play in England again. Kent will get their season underway against Essex in April. And finally, Gravesend boxer Shivon Clark is making his professional debut this weekend. The 31-year-old missed out on a medal at the Tokyo Olympics last summer. He's taking on Croatian Tony Visic at the O2 on Sunday evening. That's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site by subscribing. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And whilst you're on the site today, you can read the latest review from our secret drinker. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with the podcast on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.